Cheerleaders versus a pole. Have you ever been in a situation where you're on autopilot, minding your own business? You're getting from point A to B, and you don't really care what you come across. We've all been there, whether it's walking, driving, cycling, rollerblading. We've all been there. One particular day in grade nine. Back when I was in junior high, during the time I was going to school, they had a system where they separated high school into two groups: one being grade eight to ten, which was junior high; grade eleven and twelve was senior high. The school I was going to was in the process of converting their junior high to an all-round high school from grade eight to twelve. No more junior and senior high. One particular Thursday afternoon, I had a spare block just after lunch. I was thinking, what am I going to do? I really didn't feel like studying at the time. I was a horrible student back in high school. I really didn't study as well as I should have. I gathered two of my friends that also had spare blocks, and spare blocks could also be study blocks. During that time, on our study block, just right after lunch, I asked the guys, "Hey." You guys want to go down to Charlie's and play that Street Fighter Two? I want to get some practice. Street Fighter Two was just the new arcade game that every kid's been waiting for ever since the release of Street Fighter. Charlie was a place that no one knew about. It was a brand new comic shop that was located on the outskirts of town. So we grabbed our bikes and off we went. It's about seven kilometers from our high school to. Charlie's. This is equivalent to a 50-minute bike ride. We're 10 minutes into our bike ride, and to our left is this field, a park. Now this is no ordinary park. It has everything. It has your track and field. It has your swimming pool. It has your soccer field. It has your tennis court. During this warm, sunny afternoon, there just happened to be a cheerleading squad. Not just one squad. There were six. Imagine yourself, you being at a cheerleading competition. Even though it wasn't really a competition, several different schools were participating in some kind of cheerleading tryout. So as we're biking, my friend in the front seeking takes a look. Cheerleaders, nice. My friend in the middle, Alan, he takes a look. Oh, cheerleaders. Myself, oh my god, cheerleaders. I gotta take a look at this. I'm stopping. As I stopped and took in the whole hip hip hooray, go us! I noticed that my other friends have not stopped. As I continued to watch them go on their merry way, seeking has his mind on Street Fighter and nothing else. Alan, on the other hand, is preoccupied as the cheerleaders do their kicks, their flips, their pom poms, their cheers, and their somersaults. He's really distracted. Little did he know that he was swaying off to the right. Now you gotta understand that there's one part of the story I forgot to mention. We are going against traffic on the sidewalk. As he sways slowly to the right, we all know how this is going to end. Not good. I at this time divert back my attention back to the cheerleaders and enjoying. What I see before me, 
I then turn my head to the right and notice now there is a telephone pole standing in the way of Alan's path. Alan has not taken his eyes off the cheerleader the whole time. At his continuing rate, he's going to hit the pole flush on. Worried about his well-being, I did what any friend would do. Yo, Al, watch out! Instead of looking in front of him, he diverted his attention from the cheerleaders to me and yelled back to me, Can't you see I'm... He never completed that sentence. He became one with the telephone pole. You know how they have in those cartoons, Wyatt the Coyote chasing the Roadrunner? And how many times Wiley the Coyote failed in getting the Roadrunner? Well, this was one of the scenarios. Just imagine, in slow motion, his bike crumble into a smaller bike as he flipped over 180, back flat against the pole, 10 feet high, hits it full on. His bike ricocheting off the pole towards traffic. His whole entire body as one to the pole, sliding down ever so slowly and coming down head first onto concrete. He laid there as a rag doll for about five minutes. I personally thought he was dead. During this time, a few of the cheerleaders noticed what happened and came over to see if he was okay. Of course, being the guy he is, he stands up, wipes himself off. He's like, yeah, I meant to do that. Grabbed his bike and walked away in the opposite direction back home. We never ended up in Charlie's. I helped Alan get his bike back home while seeking, on the other hand, continued on biking until he got to Charlie's, never in his mind realizing what just happened. 